From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, April 14th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Overnight, the mayor of Richmond, Indiana, posted online that the fire at a plastics recycling plant is fully extinguished. Smoke from that blaze near the Ohio border caused concerns as it blew into the western part of the state. In light of recent school shootings and gun violence, there was a protest in a suburb east of Cleveland yesterday. ONN's Lena Lai has more with high school student Devney Rich. A rally for gun safety was held in Chardon. Several dozen protesters showed up in downtown Chardon with one main goal in mind, better and safer gun use. This is really a pro-gun reform protest. Everyone out here is advocating for more reform and more safety around gun violence. This would include a ban on assault rifles, stricter um, background checks when purchasing firearms. I'm Lena Lye. In Northeast Ohio's Geauga County, the West Geauga High School student who was arrested after allegedly bringing a gun to school with a plan to harm several students appeared in court for the first time this week. ONN's Bree Buckley in Cleveland reports. 18-year-old Brandon Morissette appearing before a judge Wednesday. Court documents show he admitted that he was planning to go to the school library and open fire, choosing that location because it would have the most students at that time. His lawyer entering a not guilty plea on his behalf, claiming insanity for his inducing panic charge, a misdemeanor. He's also facing felony charges for attempted aggravated murder and illegal possession of a deadly weapon in a school safety zone. His lawyer not commenting on what he said or a motive, but says the family is devastated. In downtown Cleveland, Bree Buckley. Morissette is being held without bond. If convicted, he faces more than 10 years in prison. Officials in suburban Cleveland say they found nothing suspicious about a fire yesterday afternoon at the Fairmont Temple, a synagogue in Beechwood. Beechwood's fire chief, Stephen Holtzman, says there were approximately 20 students in the building and staff and they got everybody out of the building safely. They moved the students away to a collection point so that the parents could have a safe place to go. Rabbi Robert Nosenchuk says he expects the synagogue to be closed for a couple of days. A possible presidential candidate was in southwest Ohio last night. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis spoke to more than 800 Republicans at the Butler County GOP's Lincoln Day dinner. The two most important women in my life, my mother was from Youngstown and my wife is from Troy. And so... Our family reflects your family. DeSantis and his wife Casey visited Troy and Akron during his day in Ohio. He's considering a run for the GOP presidential nomination. A former doctor in Columbus, William Husell, has filed a lawsuit for $20 million in damages. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. The lawsuit is against Trinity Health Corporation, which owns the Mount Carmel Health System. Husell was fired from Mount Carmel in late 2018 after being accused of ordering painkillers for patients in what prosecutors claim was intended to end lives. However, Husell's attorneys argued that he was providing comfort care for his patients, not trying to kill them. Last April, a jury found Husel not guilty of 14 counts of murder. The lawsuit tells what Husel's attorneys claim was a campaign for malicious prosecution against him. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Trinity Health said through a spokeswoman that the allegations in the lawsuit are unfounded. In Northwest Ohio, a doctor in Maumee is no longer allowed to practice medicine. 
ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has the story. We've learned the Ohio Medical Board voted to permanently revoke the license of Dr. Wade Banker, owner of Lux Laser. The company offers cosmetic surgery, tattoo removals, as well as other procedures, several of which are mentioned in 15 investigations against him for his care and treatment of patients dating all the way back to 2014. In 2016, one patient suffered a third-degree burn in his care and claims Banker failed to document it. The board notified Banker in 2020 about these allegations. I'm Amanda Fay. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has announced an investigation involving former state lottery director Pat McDonald, who abruptly stepped down on Wednesday. Initially, McDonald announced he was retiring for health reasons. DeWine spokesman Dan Tierney said an investigation into potential HR irregularities will be conducted by an outside firm. He disputed accounts that McDonald was escorted from his office Wednesday by state troopers. Ohio is nearly all green in the updated map showing COVID-19 transmission. ONN's Dave James has more. The CDC updates the map each week, and 86 of Ohio's 88 counties are in the green for low transmission rates. Two counties are yellow for medium, Trumbull and Mahoning. They're right next to each other in northeast Ohio and include the cities of Warren and Youngstown. Ohio's neighboring states are in a similar position. Indiana has four counties in the yellow, Pennsylvania two and West Virginia one. The lower peninsula of Michigan is all green. Kentucky has just one county not in green, and it's the only one east of the Mississippi that's red for high transmission in far southeastern Kentucky. Dave James, I went in news. Starting today, masks are optional inside hospitals in Columbus. Earlier this week, Ohio State's Wexner Medical Center, Ohio Health, and Mount Carmel made a joint announcement about the mask policy. This applies to anyone who is not showing respiratory symptoms. Masks will still be provided for anyone who wants one. Big news about the home of the Cleveland Browns. Here's ONN's Stephanie Haney. The Cleveland Browns and First Energy Stadium are splitting. They're mutually ending their naming rights agreement. This is after a federal conviction for former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder tied to being bribed by First Energy officials. So the stadium will now return to its former name, Cleveland Browns Stadium. I'm Stephanie Haney. And fans will get a look at the rising stars for Ohio State during tomorrow's spring game. It'll also be a dress rehearsal for new offensive coordinator Brian Hartline. Head coach Ryan Day explains it this way. You'll let Brian call it and I'll kind of be right there. And, you know, I I won't probably have the play sheet in front of me or anything like that and go through it situationally, let Brian do that. But I'll be right there and, and we'll probably huddle some. So I'll be able to kind of relay some of that information to the quarterback. Tickets are still available for the game. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL-TV in Toledo, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.